So um, tonight I'm going to be talking uh, about um, ego, right? Because let's let's face it, all of us, all of us have got into problems because of ego. And here's the other thing too: don't ever think, oh, I'm. I've been beat down, I've, yeah, I've been trod on, I've been a doormat. I'm telling you, you've still got you into trouble, really. In fact, actually, it's probably even got you into more trouble because when people are beat down, ego is elevated to compensate for that being beaten down. So the only thing, People who are being beaten down are, are humble. They are not. And I say this, you know why? Because ego is very, very, it's camouflaged, right? It's, it's, it's camouflaged. Very few people think that they are arrogant, but we all are. Really, we, are, we all are. And so, you know, tonight, <clears throat> I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm gonna go through a bunch of scriptures. So instead of doing anything, uh, something exegetically from one passage of text, I'm gonna go through a bunch. Of... And so I'm gonna start with Galatians verse four. Each has their own act. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing ourselves to someone else. See, this also, this ego, ego get compared to others. Ego also causes us to not only compare, if you're comparing, find yourself, that brings about jealousy. Right. If you're comparing, you bring, you find yourself short. Then you are going to be. If you're comparing, you're going to be coveted. It goes with it. Right. And it all starts from ego. Ego is the 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 tree trunk, and everything else that comes off of it are um are the branches. The branches sprout from the tree trunk. Isaiah two verse tw uh, twelve. And anybody who, who, uh, who wants this, just email to me. I'll send you all of these uh, passages. The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty, for all that is exalted, and they will be humbled. They will be humbled. God hates this ego because... Your ego tells you, I can, really, it's telling you that I can be God and I do not need. God allows issues into our lives so that you know that you have a need for God. Really, God allows these things. God allows. I know that issue that God allowed in my life 20 plus years ago of me losing my mind it was all all bring me down ego 
I thought I was this hotshot whiz finance guy, all these clients doing all of this, this trading. And my mind was like my idol. The people told me, oh, Robert, I don't understand it. Just make me money. Okay, don't worry. You know, and that's how I was rolling. And then just all of a sudden, it flipped and I was in the mental hospital. My son's uh, mother leaving me, people leaving me, boom. It was like flat on my back. It was a humbling from the Lord. It was a humbling from the Lord. And it was a turning of direction from the Lord. So I said, hey, listen, I'm going to be mega successful at this. I'm going to be like a big Wall Street guy, blah, 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 a big trader, all of that kind of stuff. It was my own plan. It was a humbling. And anytime, anytime God takes us down, what we have to ask is, where am I trying to be God? First thing that you ask, where am I trying to be God? Or in simpler terms, where am I trying to be self-sufficient? Really, where am I trying to be self-sufficient? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing with, with ego is that you accomplish things. It's very, very easy to forget about God. In fact, Deuteronomy 8.18 say, when you get wealth, don't forget, it's the Lord your God that gives you the strength to get it. To, to get, because it's very, very easy to forget. It's very, very easy to become self-sufficient. Next one, Isaiah 23, verse 9. So the context for this is God is judging uh, the city of Tyre. And the king of Tyre was very, 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 very evil. In fact, there's part in Isaiah where um, um, Isaiah uses him to depict Satan. Um, the Lord Almighty planned it to bring down her pride, Tyre, in all her splendor and to humble all who are renowned on the earth. You know, God allows it to be humble. We all know that's that prayer in Second Chronicles, that 7.14. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves, that's the first thing it says, humble themselves. It doesn't say be good. No, it starts there. Humble themselves, right? That's the first thing. What caused Satan? to be Satan, is big ego. And here's the problem about it, about the ego. You distort things because the ego gets you to think that you are something that you are not. You imagine, you imagine a, create, a created being, Satan, thinking he could take on, you know, the almighty, the eternal one. I mean, how are you going to do that? I mean, the, I just want you to see the, the, the extent of the distortion, really. It's almost like a baby getting into the, the, the ring with a heavyweight champion of the world. Come on, put up your dukes. I mean, we almost think it was, was crazy, right? If we even heard such a thing. 
you know, but that's what ego does. It distorts. The Bible says only by pride comes contention. Really, we have to check our pride every single day. Do you know that there are people who do the poor me's and behind that poor me, there's pride? Really, there is pride. Do you know that there are people that feed their ego by almost being this suffering servant kind of character? Oh, if, if you know what I've been through, oh, my word. Well, I don't know what you've been through, but I, I know it's not worse than Christ, right? The, I mean, pride can manifest in so many different ways. Gossip. There are people that put people down, that gossip about people. What is that? It's pride. You know what? Because putting people down is a way of lifting yourself up. It's self-exaltation, self-aggrandizement. Um, and let's move on then. So James 4, 6, but he gives us more grace. This is why scripture said, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. I mean, right there, God hates the ego. God hates the ego because the ego tells you tells tells uh, um, you that you don't need God. Here's what your ego does. Your ego. I'm gonna. I'm almost gonna say this. I know we've seen that those simplistic examples of a, a white dog on one shoulder and a black dog on the other, or a white angel on one shoulder and a black dog. But for for but to a certain degree. You know, for the sake of illustration, it kind of is like that. Because if your ego is telling you that you are something that you are not, and the ego makes everybody a legend in their own mind, not in reality, in their own mind, this is why scripture tells us we shouldn't think more highly of ourselves than we ought to, but we do, right? We do. And, and if that is the case, then... Before you make any decisions, before you're quick to do anything, you have to ask yourself, is my ego in this? Is my ego in this? Because ego, the way I look at it, there's a great book. It's called Ego is the Enemy. Right. And, and, and please read that. It's an excellent book. Um, but with the ego, it's almost uh, uh, something that's built in because of the fall that if we listen to, we are going to be blown up, really. There's going to be a big, massive implosion. I got a book on my bookshelf. It says the rise and fall of practically everybody. Really, that's the title of the book, the rise and fall of practically everybody, how people have been, meaning empires, meaning empires, have been humble throughout history. Really, it's all ego. You look throughout history, all how all of them have fallen. The French, the British, the Romans, the Greeks, the Persian, all of them, it was all ego. Really, simplistic terms, they got too big for their boots. Really, they got too big for their boots. It's us 
it's us, it's not God, right? And by the grace of God, you know, America won't go that road, although it's a slippery slope, I'll tell you that. James 4, verse 10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. That's the thing that we have to understand as well. In the kingdom, we do things differently. The way up is down and the way down is up. Really, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. So you're not supposed to lift yourself up. It's the Lord that's lifting you up. Everything I do in ministry, all of this that I do, it's all the Lord. Really, it, it is all the Lord. Everything I do, it is all the Lord. And all the time, I check myself, test myself. Yeah, yeah. It's pride creeping in. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it creeping in? It's very insidious, really. And it does it very surreptitiously. So it doesn't, I don't want to knock on my, my desk because I know the dogs will bark, but it doesn't knock on, on the door. You know, you know what it, what it does? It quietly lifts up the windows and sneaks in quietly sneak this is why the apostle paul says i die daily really i die daily the first part of this plan to deal with it is knowing that you can succumb to it here's one of the most <laughs> one of the most arrogant things oh you know i'm humble <laughs> i mean that is scary oh i'm a humble person that is scary. Right there, right there with that statement, it tells me you've already succumbed to it. Oh, yeah, I'm humble. There's a great book by uh, a great man of God, C.J. Mahaney. He wrote this book, Humility Through Greatness. And he started out really in the uh, preface that, oh, believe me, I'm not writing this book because I am humble. I love the way it starts out. It's true, you would think. Wow, right now, humility, you must be humble then. No, but he's talking about how this can trip us all up, right? How it can trip us all up. We've all heard of the uh, ideological young person, I know, cop, politician, whatever, pastor, how they started off well. You do you know, do you know, do you know that they said, that Reverend Jim Jones started off as an on-fire man of God. You know that? An on-fire man of God. 1979, Guyana, we all know about Jonestown, and it wasn't too many, I think, 30 or so shy of a 1,000 people that died because of this man. And a lot of women, kids, all this was a man that started off as a man of God, as a real man of God. But ego sets in. There's a, there's a, um, uh, a church that I've been reading about um, called, uh, and if anybody's heard of it, Mars Hill Church, right? And how this guy, in fact, there's a podcast about it now, how ego 
brought this man down. It's always, always ego. So um, Jeremiah 9.23, this is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom. If they were wise, they wouldn't be boasting of their wisdom anyway. Or the strong boast of their strength. Or the rich boast of their riches. Right? We are not to. And here's the reason why. It's because all of those things, whatever you've got, it's because of God. Your breath, it's because of God. You have to understand and you have to learn to almost, and this is very, the, you have to do this in a very calibrated way, almost learn to stop and give glory to God, give thanks to God. Learn to put that into part of your day. It's almost like you're not taking a step without God. It's an art and it's going to take some time, but learn to be deliberate in doing that, really. And, and the, one of the things as well, when you're doing that, just God does so much more in your life. Uh, Philippians 2, verse 3, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Now, the only way someone can do that is that if I am, if I am absolutely convinced Right. If I am doing this over here for God, love, valuing others above myself, I know whatever God is bringing back around to me is much more than I could do for myself. So, yes, God. So there has to be some rationale behind it. Right. It's understanding that the promises of God are, are, are bigger than your abilities. In other words, hey. You could never, ever outgive God. And then Proverbs 8, verse 13. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse speech. Right? Evil behavior and perverse speech. Because all arrogance, it does start out. It's always going to be evil. Ego is always going to be evil. And I'll tell you the reason why. Ego causes people to look down on other people. They say, yo, eugenics, the Nazis are eugenics. The, uh, uh, they believe that the Jews were, were, it was all ego. It was all, it was all about ego. They used to run for the German people uh, um, these propaganda videos of rats running through the sewers and say, oh, see, see the Jews. When someone, when ego comes in, right, ego comes in, it causes people to exalt themselves above other people. If I'm exalting myself above you now, you're less than me. What does that enable me to do? It enables me to do evil to you. Really enables me to do evil to you. Because what does that give me, me exalting myself uh, over you? It justifies me doing evil. It, ju it gives me justification to do evil. And, you know, and anyone can justify anything in their own mind. Hey, you know, you, 
You kill one person, you're a murderer. Kill millions, you're a conqueror. There was a man in history we learned about growing up in England, William the Conqueror from Normandy, right? I mean, truth is William the Murderer, but he's, he's hailed and vaunted in, 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 uh, in history. Proverbs 11.2, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. You know, one of the things that I am going to say for everybody here, and I've just learned to do, is learn to cultivate humility. Really, learn to cultivate it, to be intentional about it. Don't let your ego think that you are humble. You're not. You are not. And every single one of us needs to cultivate this virtue, really. It's not going to happen to you by, by, by accident. So I know a lot of people. I've spoken to a lot of people, individually. Listen, you're good people. All of us, but because of the fall, we are all susceptible to this thing. I'm telling you, we are all susceptible to it. Very, very, very important. Then, um, Proverbs 13, verse 10, where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. See, that's the other thing as well about pride. People who are proud, they're not teachable. They are not teachable. And they are people who, you know, like that Frank Sinatra song, I did it my way. But you know what? My way that I did it my way will destroy you. Really, because God never intended anyone to be an island. Really, God never intended anyone to be an island. Listen, I have men of God. I think Sandy knows I talk about Pastor Jackson all the time. He's my mentor in his 90s. He's my old Bible college professor. I, we always, now it's years ago, into Bible college. We always kept that connection. I need, I need advice. I will call him up. The first time I, I preached a sermon, I, as Pastor Jackson, in fact, in this church that I was pastoring years ago in Dighton, I uh, uh, even had Pastor Jackson come around and play the uh, the piano for me. But the first time I preached the sermon, I asked Pastor Jackson, you know what, you know, uh, give me, critique that, critique that sermon just like it was a great in Bible college. And he said, what are you talking about? I said, because I just want to get better. And that's the old premise of my so what message. It doesn't, none of this stuff takes away from you. It adds to you, really. It, it, it adds to you. Proverbs 16, verse 5, the Lord detests all the proud of heart, but, should, but be sure of this, they will not go unpunished. Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. I mean, you imagine, and this goes on and on. I, I would never get to all of these to, to, tonight. There's so much. But the point is, right, is that either way you slice it, pride is going to trip us up, right? It is going to trip us up. It sneaks in. And you know, you know why it's so sneaky and it's so, 
Okay, and why it's so easy to go undetected. You know why? This is the kicker with pride. Is because it makes you feel good about yourself. It makes you feel good about yourself. And anything that makes you feel good about yourself is difficult to stop. Just that alone, just that alone can be addictive. It makes you feel good about yourself. You think about the fantasies that you've had in your mind that made you feel good about yourself. They take you to another place. You feel good. But that's how pride comes in, really. I guarantee you, Adam and Eve, you can be like God. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds good. That's, that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty cool. Whoa, whoa, rocket man. You know, you know, it really, it makes you feel good about yourself. Wow, I'm going to be flying high. I don't need God. I can be my own God. This is the problem. It makes you feel good about yourself. You think about all of the things that we've done, the addiction, all of the, the stuff. It's all made us feel good. Really, it's all made us feel good. Really, dopamine is, is released. Wow, these fantasies. Wow, I'm going to be this superhero. Wow, whoa. Remember that? Uh, uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. You know, it was everything. He was a gladiator. He was a spaceman. He was everything. Why is that? Made him feel good. It made him feel good. Here's what humility does. Doesn't make you feel good initially. It makes you be good. And then after you be good, then you will feel good. Feel good. The feel good feelings go away. And here's one thing I found with pride. You can have a minute of feel good and a lifetime of pain with pride. Really. So it's not about feeling good. It's about being good. And the way to be good is to have the mind that was in Christ Jesus. That should be in us who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Coming in the form of a servant in the likeness of man, he humbled himself to the point of death, even death on the cross. And now God has highly exalted him and given him the name above every name that at the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ, uh, at the name of Jesus, every tongue, will confess and every knee shall bow to Jesus Christ his Lord to the glory of God the Father. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. Here's why. You know why that's permanent? You know why that's permanent? Because it was God that did it. With us, with pride, it's us that is doing it. It's self-exaltation. It's God. God has highly exalted him. Christ is God. He didn't even say that he highly exalted himself. He says that God has highly exalted him. And why is that? Well, it says right there is that God gets glory that his son humbled himself so much that God now has given him the highest name that every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is God. 
to the glory to Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Yeah, and that's anyone under the earth, on top of the earth, anywhere. No unbelievers. There's gonna be no unbelievers in hell. They're all gonna bow down. You know why? Because God has done it. We almost think with his self-exaltation, people will bow down to us. No, they will not. It's not going to last. Our own, we were never ever meant to build our own kingdoms. That's what I was telling you about my first life. I was trying to build my own kingdom. Trying to build my, my own kingdom. Yeah, I'm gonna have a perfect Wall Street life. Yeah. I'm gonna be like uh, Gordon Gecko on Wall Street. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Lamborghini, Ferrari, I just gotta decide what colors. Yeah, I mean, really, that was it. It was all ego. Ego comes in to the heart and it's intoxicating, really. And here's the other thing too, is when you let it in, now it's difficult to separate what, what is you, what is ego. That's why grab it, get it at the threshold. Really, get it at the threshold. Notice those, those doormen. Ever seen a doorman? Know what the doormen do? Know what doormen do? Doormen, they get people at the door. They don't let troublemakers in and, oh, yeah, when the trouble goes off, we'll get them out. No, 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 no. They detect the trouble at the door. That's going to be a lot of work. Running around. You know, in fact, actually, if you don't get them at the door and you wait until they get inside, you're almost going to rule, ruin the ambiance of the club, dragging people out, firing. So, no, they detect trouble at the door. And that's what we are to do. We are to detect trouble at the door of our heart. The Bible says, keep your heart with all diligence because out of it come forth the issues of life. Really. So we have to protect that against pride. Really. We are going to get some surreptitious KGB agents trying to get into our hearts, really, undetected. And cause all kinds of trouble in there. We, whoa, we're having fun here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we don't want them to have any fun. Really. You know what pain is because of what I've let into my heart. And so now I am very, very diligent. And as I said, I, you, email me, anybody who wants this. There's a lot more scriptures here. But what's the point? Is the point that God takes pride, arrogance so, so seriously. It's a killer. It is a killer. Paul, as a Saul, Saul of Tarsus, yeah, he was so arrogant, so pr proud, fighting in direct conflict with God, had a head-on collision with God. But look how humble this man became. To me, Ephesians 3, 8, he called himself the least of all saints. It's kind of funny as well, is that when, when I was in the world, the arrogant so-called big shots of the world were kind of people I admired. 
And now I'm with God. You know, you know who my mentor is from afar off, the Apostle Paul. I love everything about that guy's humility. Really. All of that. And, you know, the arrogant of the world. When I see some of these guys coming out and bragging about themselves, I almost want to get a bucket and just so really. It's so obnoxious. And you just know you've got a different spirit. You know, when the bright, look at me, look how great I am. I mean, it's, it's obnoxious and it's ungodly. Right, so when Paul says, I'm the least of the apostles to be called an apostle. Now, that's a great man. Really, that is a great man. Remember, Sandy, that last castle when the general was, when that guy was saying, oh, my God said that you saved the men. And the general said, the general would not take the compliment. He said, it was the men that saved me. Those are the guys I admire. Really, that humility of heart. And it's something we have to cultivate. Understand one thing. Don't let the enemy lie to you. Oh, you're humble. You, oh, no, you're good. You're not. You are not. You know why? Because Christ is your yardstick. Have this mind in you. And that's an imperative. It's a command. It was also in Christ Jesus. So you are not. Don't compare yourself to the person down the street. No. Don't compare yourself to the person bragging on TV. Christ is the one we are to compare ourselves to. <laughs>